The warmest of greetings to you and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in a knowledge-rich curriculum using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen to empower your children. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is... Hi, I'm Bex. I have got experience teaching across the primary school range, and I also have the privilege of training the next generation of teachers as well. Hi, I'm Nicola, and I have similar experience to Bex working throughout primary school age, and now actually into secondary, and also I've trained teachers in my career too. And today we are exploring what relationships religious education we can teach with an incredibly true wartime tale. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for Herbert's War. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you're an epic educator, as of November 2022, you'll also get the story as a paperback, gorgeously illustrated by Ellie Booth Bentley, which should be with you just in time for Armistice Day. Don't worry if you missed that, though, as you can also order the book from any bookshop, including Amazon, and Epic Educators can access the ebook and full audiobook through the Epic Tales app. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Bex Nicola and Corporal Herbert Bauer. And we've said a few times already that even though this is a true story, it is easily mappable to the parable of the Good Samaritan. So it was... Uh, almost inevitable that we would end up with an episode devoted to religious education. Bex, uh, with ages four to seven, would would you look at a story like The Good Samaritan with that age range? Oh, definitely, because I think all of the stories that Jesus told can be applicable to any age group. And I think mm. if you're looking at the story from a children's Bible, that's designed for our youngest learners. So I definitely look at it. One of the things that I've done before to take it into modern day is turn them into football fans because lots of the children can understand <laughs> the rivalry between different football teams. Yeah, That's just one of the ways that could be used actually in any year group probably, where you've got a love of football in your class, which does seem to be in most classes. That's just one of the ways that I've used that story. But I definitely look at that parable and what we can learn from it and really looking at what Jesus said at the end of it, the point of him telling that story, and then what we can mm. learn from the parallels of that in the story that we've got from Herbert's point of view. So I think I definitely look at the story of the Good Samaritan. So the children could be sequencing the story of the Good Samaritan and the story of Herbert and actually trying to match where there were similarities. But yeah, yeah, we'd definitely start off my RE lessons with looking at the Good Samaritan and the lessons from that. Mm-hmm. Something that um, Jane said when she was with us the other day was like the whole story being about love for your fellow human being. Yes, yeah. So I think really picking up on that theme and what do our different world faiths say about what it means to be loving. You tend to look at Christianity and Judaism in Key Stage 1. Those are the two that you must look at in most local authority schools. So I think looking at what love means in those religions. And then Mm. I also liked what Jane said about um, actually how to love people who you disagree with or who are your enemies. Mm. Like is enemy too strong a word? Because were they those people's enemy or were they told that they were their enemy? So really Mm. looking at what is an enemy and how can we love people we disagree with? And that can kind of link back into our PSHE that we were talking about at the very beginning of last week, that whole handling disagreements well. So when we disagree with somebody... How can we still be loving and caring and kind, even if we 
don't agree with them. So I think I'd look at the theme of love and the theme of enemies because that comes up in lots of different faiths. Like how does it say Absolutely. that we should handle our enemy? I mean, that might be too strong a word. In other words, someone you disagree with or don't see eye to eye with. And I think if we can teach our smallest children how to do that, because they're our future, aren't they, as a Mm. society. And actually, if we can teach them how to handle disagreements well, how to think about someone else's point of view, and religious education is a really safe place yes, to talk yeah. through all of those. And in fact, looking at our common humanity as well and saying, OK, you may disagree, but would that stop you from giving first aid to a yeah. person or yes. going to get help for someone if they were injured or yeah. something like that? And it, it, it shouldn't do. I mean, I know you mentioned Christianity and Judaism, but uh, do, do you look at Islam at all? At that any... tends to be further up the school. Oh, okay. But if you had a child of a different faith in your class from Christianity, in Judaism then I would definitely be looking at their faith as well and asking people from the different faith communities to come in and talk to the children and Mm. whilst they're coming in maybe talking about some different scenarios so like you were saying Chip if the person who you find really difficult at school falls over in the playground what are you going to do yes yeah or they don't have any lunch or they can't zip their coat up or you're having a birthday party and everybody's telling Hmm. you not to invite that person what do you do so like really bring it into their context. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the, the key thing that we take away from stories like The Good Samaritan is that, okay, you may disagree on all sorts of things. You may be from different parts of the world, but when it comes to something as basic a human need as just survival, that's what love transcends, mm. isn't it? That's that's where love builds a bridge. Definitely. So let's cross that bridge to ages 7 to 11 and see what Nicola has found on the RE side. Very similar things. We've got the theme of love. I also think a really interesting theme also might be forgiveness. Is it possible to forgive people that have hurt you? Is it possible to forgive the enemy? In my year six class, we looked at forgiveness as a theme. I think it probably was around Easter last year. And there were Christians that have gone to prison and done terrible things, but have asked for forgiveness and have moved on. And also families that have forgiven people who've done terrible things to their loved ones. Mm. What forgiveness actually means, and I think that could be something that could be developed. It's not an easy one to discuss, but I always think children are incredible when you come to discussing deep conversations. They're far more open two ideas in the past i've had some brilliant discussions where i haven't actually been there i've got a child to sit in my seat and to lead a discussion with the rest of the class and and it's just produced such incredible responses i've been sitting there sometimes i remember working with a year three class and just thinking wow they are so insightful and they (laughs) they're not restricted by any of the things that we are sometimes are as adults Mm. yeah and and war we mentioned that didn't we last week in our first episode just discussing war and the ethics behind war Mm. there's loads of other links like Lex was saying the parable of the good Samaritan I I would still cover that absolutely in key stage two thinking about Mm. parables and and the meanings they have and thinking about literally making the parallels between the story we're looking at and the good Samaritan and and where those parallels sort of intercept each other Mm. would be good because it would show that they fully understand that story of the good Samaritan Another point, sorry, I've got so many ideas here, but another point is charity, you know, that we give to others. The Russian Mm. Doctrine Hospital was so charitable and Zakat, obviously, in Islam is, is a major pillar of Islam 
giving yes. to charity, but it also comes into Judaism, Christianity and other world faiths as well. Mm-hmm. And you could develop that by thinking about charities locally where people need something, need help. And how could we as a school or as a class community do something to help those people? And my school at the moment has charity days, obviously raising money and we do lots of things to help that the children actually go and work with some of the charities as well. Mm-hmm. Using charity as a point, the idea of giving to others, just like we saw in the hospital for Herbert, how can we help other people? And it doesn't have to be big. It could be you know, small. It could be how can we help at home? How can we make our parents' lives slightly easier? What small thing could we do when we get mm-hmm. home to make a difference? So, And that in the classroom as well, how can we share our knowledge and, and learning with each other, give each other help with handwriting and, you know, little things like that? Yeah, definitely. And that idea of faith, the other point, sometimes in life, people are in a really, really tough situation. Herbert lying there, not knowing whether he's going to live or die, not knowing if it's the enemy coming towards him mm. or one of the allies was horrible. And sometimes in that very dark moment, people will draw to faith. They'll use faith to help them have the courage and the strength to get through. And you could talk to you know people that have had situations and how they coped. Mm. We were saying in a previous episode about the people waiting. They took a long time to receive information about their loved ones. Well, mm. maybe it was faith that actually helped them to actually yeah. get to the point where they could carry on each day because they had faith that it would be okay. Exactly, yeah. And I think picking up on Jane's point from last week as well, that I think she said what those Germans did for her grandfather was pretty much exactly what her grandfather probably would have done for them because mm. of his faith. So what does that tell us about the Germans? Might they have also shared a faith? I mean, in fact, I'm pretty sure Christianity was the dominant religion across the whole of Europe at that time. So they almost definitely were. And the fact that they were sharing celebrations like Christmas mm. as well, that just, again, goes to show that common humanity that they would have all been going through. I love that you've mentioned how philosophically minded your children can be, because one one thing I would probably want to ask children of, uh, well, any age, but, but 7 to 11 especially, is the whole idea that you can look back at a true story and still treat it like a parable. You can draw meaning mm. from past events. It's sort of like, what does the past teach us? That doesn't necessarily have to just be, oh, well, it teaches us that during World War One they brought helmets in only two years after the war had begun. You know, it can also teach us things like we need to be more compassionate for one another. Even in our darkest hour, there can still be light and, you know, really powerful messages like that, that it can actually be kind of hard to just teach i mean you can't really teach that sort of stuff by rote can you that's why stories are so fantastic yeah exactly and letting that come out from class discussion i think that that would be even more incredible agreed talking about philosophy as well you could also potentially say is there a time when war is just can war be a good thing and Mm. when and what circumstance and just looking at both sides of it as well Again, it's quite real at the moment for many people, so it might be difficult. You'd have to consider who is in your class. But does that mean you should shy away for it or just treat it more sensitively? Yeah, treat it more sensitively. I I mean, I had a child in my class last year that it was very close to home. So whenever I was going to talk about the present political situation, I would talk to her before and just make sure she was part of that Mm. and she was valued in what she had to say as well. Very good. But yeah, no, Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It should never be shied away from, but it has to be dealt sensitively. I love the idea of actually involving them in the design of the lesson, though. That's that's really good. Yep. 
That's all we have time for in this episode, folks. If you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast, or if there's a subject you are soon to teach that you'd like us to cover, you can find us on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favorite podcast app. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can enjoy knowledge-rich learning in a way that's effective, memorable, and enjoyable all at the same time. Tomorrow, Corporal Herbert Bauer will help us teach design and technology. But right now, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So... Cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon.